I really enjoyed watching you all die. Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Poof and this is level 239. Joining me tonight is Vulgar Latin. I'm not Big L. He had diarrhea. Continuing the joke. Koosh Moose. Well, hello. I'm explosive to be here. <laughs> and Maychart. Hi. I have, I have nothing. Oh, it's nice to actually record on a week when Elle isn't <laughs> Instantly here. I, I, I feel like I can, uh, you know, <laughs> state my own opinions. And no, I, I could feel better. Elle. And do we, have any, person. do we have any major mm-hmm. leaks that we need to cover? Depends. It's pretty crappy that he wasn't here with us. Uh, he was had a good run. <laughs> Definitely stinks. <sighs> Immediate regret. <laughs> <laughs> that is the sound of regret. <laughs> if there's something I know how to do, it's disappoint a lady. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> that sounds incredibly sad. And that sounds like something that should be talked to, talked out, but definitely not on this podcast. We're not here for that. We don't do the therapy thing. Instead, we talk about video games. So let's jump into this week's topic. And this one was actually asked by you, Devin. So why don't you go ahead and ask the question for everyone? All right. So uh, I want to know what you think is the best free-to-play or Game Pass game that isn't Rocket League on the Xbox ecosystem. Got him. (laughs) It's not going to stop him. You know it's not going to stop him. It did stop him. Okay. Dead in his tracks. <laughs> I think editing did that, but <laughs> whenever MGP has an answers a question, I just need to like put some like Rocket League sounds in the background. <laughs> All right, but um, Nate, why don't we go to you first? Uh, first time listener or long time listener, first time caller, Big L says, <clears throat> "Not having <laughs> Among Us as an answer seems sus." Uh, yes, uh, GT three option Fair. fan. Uh, no one knows what that option fan stands for. Since there are so many <laughs> games that fall under this umbrella, I'll pick a handful of must plays from Game Pass, in my opinion. Forza Horizon 4 and 5, It Takes Two, mm-hmm. Psychonauts 2, Batman Arkham Knight, and Skyrim. Too hard to pick just one. And Freem Holio says Marvel Snap. It boots up faster than Game Pass Cloud, takes less time to play a match, so you are sitting on the toilet for much less time, earning zero achievements. Great game. See, now that's how you sell a game. (laughs) Now, I guess it's my turn. Uh, I didn't want to go the Game Pass route uh, because that's a lot to think about and that's analysis paralysis. So I limited myself to uh, free games, not necessarily free to play, uh, but free games on the Xbox ecosystem. And if you know anything about me, this kind of makes sense, I think, in retrospect. Uh, The best game... Right now, as of this moment, <laughs> on my brain, and it could change to five, is Space Jam A New Legacy The Game. This was a free huh. movie tie-in beat-em-up. Basketball beat-em-up. That's awesome. 
Uh, so that is a very good Nate answer. Yes, this is this is like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles if they played basketball. Um, <laughs> and so I, I enjoyed this game. I haven't finished it. I obviously, you know, need to go back and spend more time on it. But uh, this is just one of those awesome games. It's like this is an era or, you know, a relic from a time long ago where we would get games based off of movies for free uh, and we could play them. And um, and we actually get gamer score for this. So I'm super happy. Normally this would come in like a box of cereal um, and you <laughs> wipe off that disc, get all your Captain Crunch off there. Uh, and then insert that into your uh, your old PC. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, uh, that's my answer. Space Jam. New legacy. Good answer. I forgot that game even existed. I forgot that movie I existed. Say, now I really want too. a Captain Crunch game. Like, that needs <laughs> to happen, I feel. The problem with it, this nowadays, if they did give away a game, mm-hmm. it'll have like some QR code to like take you to like some crappy mobile game. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Captain Crunch's Crunchling Adventure was released on Windows as well as Mac Ooh. and uh, was an action game. Wow. I am going to have to go find that. I will we'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> we know what the game showcase for Nate is next week. That's funny. So GT3 option fan recommended Forza Horizon 4 and 5 or talking about Forza 4 and 5. Good answer. That's that's time and time again. That's what I always say about the, is the beauty of Game Pass. I never would have played those games, and I've put a lot of time into them because of Game Pass. Definitely recommend both of them. I also find it interesting that he says Arkham Knight, as a lot of people like to talk about how that's the weakest in the series outside of Origins. Okay, I was gonna say it's like, wow, hey, wait a minute, Blackgate uh, also exists. Well, of the three mainline Arkham games. And that's not me knocking Knight. Knight is fantastic. It is a great game. It's just the weakest of the three. It's yeah, it's it's solid. I I love that game. Oh, it's so good. Any one of those stands any one of them just stands by itself. It is in a great game. Yeah. Alright, let's go to Michelle next. Sure. So Dinobull says that free to play wise, he would definitely choose Brawlhalla. It's the best Smash clone I've played. They are always updating the roster levels and the weapon system is unique enough to make it not just a blatant copy of Smash. Um, have any of you guys played Brawlhalla? You have any thoughts on that one? Yeah, I, really, I have not. I really liked it. Uh, I just hated that they wanted to charge me like 30 bucks for a Macho Man Randy Savage skin. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Because they As have different a, skins that you mm-hmm. know, ro- rotate with the characters. So I wanted the Macho Man. Couldn't have it. This is as opposed to Hawkeye Barry's free game pick, which was Fall Guys, which I think had, I know it had wrestling skins Great for pick. $10. Uh, but I know Undertaker was one of them. I don't think Macho Man I was have one. Them. Do, was Macho Man <sighs> yeah. one? I don't remember. <laughs> no, Xavier Woods and Asuka were the other two. Okay. I have no idea who but they are. It was ten dollars, not thirty dollars, and that—that's a, a big, uh, big difference in terms of price point, obviously. And uh, Hawkeye Berry yeah. also added that the best game on Game Pass is Gears of War Three. So, 
Uh, I like that choice. Hmm. I, I'm all for Gears being on there. Uh, and then Wild West 08 answers that my favorite free-to-play game right now is Halo Infinite Multiplayer. It has improved a lot since launch, just needs some more maps and modes. And I think that's... Not a bad answer. This this was such an interesting question because, especially throwing in the Game Pass portion of it, it it there's just so much to... Just what Kush said, there's like that analysis paralysis that comes with, well, let me look at everything that I have access so to. So much. And it's crazy. And actually, I was looking through the free game list, too. And Space Jam crossed my mind as something to pick, too, Koosh. So I, I like that pick as well. I um, was also tempted by the um, <clears throat> the uh, Final Fantasy um, Knights. A Kingslayer. Also, also a, uh, yeah, Kingslayer. There you go. Yeah, the beat em up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, was, that was not bad, either. Yeah, I've heard that that was pretty good. Um, but I tried to pick one from each lane. Now, of course, if you ever ask me... You know, what's the best free game on Xbox? I know it's not currently in the ecosystem and never will be again, but there's no better answer than one versus 100. That was the best free game 100% that was agree. on Xbox ever, ever, because of all the awesome things we've talked about it before. But that's not on Xbox, so I, I'm not going to belabor the point. But I do want to shout out another free game. I picked one free and one uh, Game Pass. Uh, that was an Xbox 360 era game that's still available f- freely and that it threw backwards compatibility and that's Doritos Crash Course, which was nice. a oh good pull. Uh, Doritos ran a contest where they had people develop games and submit these game ideas and they chose the top games to be released for free as part of an advertising campaign on Xbox 360. And the first round, I believe, was Crash Course in Harm's Way. Not Dash of Destruction. Dash of Destruction. There. Okay. Yep. Um, and they were all solid in, in their way. Like, I don't think any of them was a complete stinker. But nah. Crash Course was really good. Crash Course is uh, sort of like a Joe Danger style game where you have to race from the beginning to the end of a stage. And there are all sorts of obstacles in your way. If you're familiar with Wipeout, it's a similar sort of concept. And it's, it's great. And it's free. And it's still available free. And, and you can get it. Uh, on your series or one or whatever else via backwards compatibility. So that is a full marks one for me. I know the 200 gamer score crowd might be upset about it, but it is awesome. And on the game pass side, once again, so many great choices. I definitely thought about like Halo master chief collection. It's six games in one or whatever else, but I decided to uh, put my answer behind Stardew Valley, which is a great game. It is available via cloud and it has touch controls. So you can literally play it anywhere. And as long as you have a game pass uh, subscription, you can play it any time that you would like. So that was a easy pick for me from the list, surprisingly. So when you say touch controls, is it like you can like touch in your inventory, like wherever, as if it was a mobile game? I wish, touch I controls, wish that's like what it the, meant. Did the virtual controller. Yeah, it's the virtual overlay of a controller so uh yeah that's not ideal because it would be much easier to just pick the elements you're working from of course but the fact that you can pick it up and play the game on the go is just it's a cool option to have and it's it surprises me every time i see you know more games than i realized were part of that particular process for microsoft um so yes would be much better if it was true touchscreen controls but even just having that overlay makes it accessible yeah, 
the overlay is nice, just not optimal. Agreed. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to go ahead and go next. P-Tart says, vampire survivors, enough said. I I said now, I know best. Devin absolutely agrees with that. I said, <laughs> I said best. Best games. <laughs> not mid-games. Now, Vampire Survivors is very good with okay the controller overlay. It actually, that works well for Vampire Survivors. Yes. It does. Uh, Araturic said, for free-to-play games uh, of the ones I've played, I think Ben-Hur is the best. Sure, I only gave it a one-star rating, but that's because it's my <laughs> number one game. I'm Ben Hurt. Tell me you don't play free games <laughs> without telling me you don't play free games. <laughs> and he says, okay, Neverwinter is my actual answer. I haven't played it a whole lot, but for the available content alone, it's fantastic, and I've enjoyed it whenever I've dipped into it. I don't know really anything about Neverwinter other than it's like some MMORPG, so... Dungeons and Dragons themed um, mm-hmm. MMORPG. I was just about to ask that if it was Dungeons and Dragons themed. Mm-hmm. And then Dinoman87 says either Knockout City or Fall Guys. Both are great game, great party games whenever my friends and I hang out online. But if we could talk about free expansions, then Rock Band Rivals, who recently became free, is my go-to answer. Rock Band rocks. Great answer there. We'll allow it. <laughs> which also begs the question why is rock band not free uh licensing uh, license music music licensing expensive? yeah <laughs> nah, that's tr- that's true but at the same time like i feel like you would at this point you would just sell so much so much more dlc i don't know uh i thought you're gonna say you'd sell so much more copies and i'd be like yeah it's free <laughs> well no not copies you sell more <laughs> dlc like <laughs> um as for me, when it comes to free-to-play games... Oop, go ahead, Michelle. No, there was... I, I'm probably misremembering this, but there was this karaoke game that existed on the Xbox 360 um, that I think sort of would work the way a free rock band model would work, where it had a very limited selection of songs that were just free-to-play, and then other songs would cycle in. I Maybe, mis- maybe, maybe I'm misremembering, because it's another thing that's long since been discontinued but yeah like a rock band like that would be cool but yeah music licensing they they need to sell copies of the base game to recover i'm sure what if they had like a creative commons rock band (sighs) (laughs) yeah we just get all the public domain songs Uh yeah we just get everything in the public domain yeah Oh, come on. You know you want to play some Crab Brave. <laughs> you and your friends get to play Pop Goes the Weasel. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday can be included now. That's, that's a big title update right there. Oh, that's that's DLC. That's for there. huge. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to play the Star Spangled Banner? Woo! <laughs> but yes, for my answers, for a free-to-play game, I would go with Clicker Heroes. I love that game. I wish Clicker Heroes 2 would come to Xbox so I could play that and relive all the greatness of being able to just sit there and idly watch something. Just click away and attack the monsters. I, I love my idol, my stupid idle games. I have a couple on my phone that I've played. And then Game Pass, there's been a lot that has been thrown out already that I would 
typically say, but this time around, I want to go with Age of Empires 2. Heck yeah. Love that game to death. Absolute classic. Classic. <laughs> and, that, and now that it's got the console port, everyone should play it. Because it's actually a pretty good port. A lot better than I thought it would be. All right, and now let's go to Devin. All right. Let's go to this. It says, Minecraft. Yep. Uh, mental Man, n- many words. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, there are many words. Uh, that's why he's the most descriptive man on the server. Uh, mental Knight 5 says, Alto is adventure. Fun, little addictive, just one more run snowboarder. I know the platformer sports genre combo is getting stale, but it's one of the first and one of the best. So much fun with just one button, and when you get really good, two. And then he puts honorable <laughs> mentions as Clicker huh. Heroes and Cosmo Run, and dishonorable mentions as Totem Ball and Lions of Astaroth. Yeah, I didn't think Alto's Adventure, I didn't think much of it being based on some breath mints, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I hear great things. It's very pretty. Uh, and very zen. Someone's in the Discord's yeah. going to lie at you for Lies of Astaroth. I forget who it is that loves that game. Not me. That game's... Ugh. Maybe it was KT Echo? I, I don't know. can't remember this. I don't know. Someone went beast mode on it. That's all I know. I can't remember who. <laughs> I know. Just like was like, I'm I getting know. it done. And they went beast mode and they got it done. I know a Heizo got it done. Um, it might have been a that, Heizo. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. And Carpe Adams says, since the best free-to-play game, Rocket League, is off-limits, I'll say Microsoft's Solitaire Collection. There's good enough variety to keep it from getting stale. Uh. And it has lots of achievements, good ratio, and the completeness of playing on mobile or PC makes it the total package. Like Lex Luger. Yeah, no, (laughs) Solitaire's great. I use it, I play it every single day on my phone so that I get my Game Pass quest. Right at 11 o'clock. Like clockwork. Um, So yeah, I uh, picked a couple uh, as well. I did the free-to-play. I'm going to go off the beaten path for the free-to-play and say World of Tanks. It's a very specific kind of game uh, where you get to control tanks from all different eras, and um, I'm a fan of it. The game looks cool. It is in-depth, and I used to play it a lot more on PC. I've played it some on Peter. I just If I had more people that played it, I would love to be a tanker again, and just having the different roles and the, the different uh, kind of rock-paper-scissors nature of it. A lot of fun. 15v15. And uh, for main game pass, I think you're going to be hard-pressed to find something a lot better than the Mass Effect Legendary Collection, which has three out-and-out classic classic games all smushed into one. Uh, There are far worse things you could do with your time than complete the Mass Effect Legendary Trilogy. And you could spend a lot of time in that. At least 100 to 120 hours by some estimates for getting all the achievements. But who's <laughs> counting? That seems low. If you just, I feel like you could put more time in, or that, or that would take longer. I mean, if you did, you can spend more time on it. But really, if you just go for like what you need to go for, and the people that are doing this tend to be the people that knew what they were doing in the first place. That's what I was going to say. This is true. Yep. These are the people That's who true. have already played it. <laughs> They're just going back for more. 
it's been a while since I've played the Mass Effect series or looked at their lists. So I'm just kind of going off of memory. So like, yeah, it only took me to do a hundred percent run uh, on normal. Only about like, it didn't take long at all. Like a cup, I did it in a couple days. So basically, just getting everything. So the other games I can't imagine are that much longer. Hmm. I just assumed it was longer. I don't know. All right. Well, that was a fun, fun question, Devin. I say my else any other games to mention while we get going into the game showcase. So I'm going to go first. It's funny that you mentioned Mass Effect, Devin, because I've been playing probably the best Mass Effect game, Mass Effect Andromeda. Like, I know it gets a lot of crap, but I think it's the best out, out of the series. Now, that's a hot take. <laughs> I just, I don't see it. I think... The story's really good. The characters are great. I like. I just. I don't actually see what the problem here is. Well, but you see, you didn't play it on launch, and because something didn't work at something that I wanted at launch, I have to hate it now forever, even if it was fixed. <laughs> and I have to harbor ill will towards people forever. <laughs> Certainly, now, you know, my opinion could change, but that would require nuance that I'm afraid as a gamer I cannot possess. <laughs> now honestly i'm just joking i have not played mass effect andromeda i just wanted to see if i can get you and prue and and the other mass effect fans riled up for a minute i don't know i have no i have no strong opinions i tried <laughs> no nah, the only thing i've been playing was just beeline and vampire survivors to get that game gone get that game done and we've talked about that about that game plenty on the show so there's no need to get go further into that I just wanted I just wanted to try and mess with some people real fast. Well with that, uh Michelle, what have you been playing? So yeah, I'm similar in that I have not been playing a whole lot. I've definitely still been in kind of cleanup mode trying to take care of things. And speaking of cleanup mode, one of the games I've been playing is Power Wash Simulator. And I know this is another game that we've talked to death. So I actually just want to focus really specifically on the challenge achievement in the game. So there are two. There's uh well let me take another little step back. In addition to the main campaign mode, there's a challenge mode where you have certain stages that you either have to beat in a certain amount of time or by using under a certain amount of water. And there are achievements for getting a gold on one and getting a gold in five. Now, Devin, I know you could speak a little bit more to this than I can, but for the longest time, there was a, a glitch or workaround or something like that where you could do something on the Xbox One, yeah, the, the could, VCR boxes. You could cheat it. Yeah. How did that work? Um, basically, you could you could save your progress. So what you would do is you would start the challenge. You'd get to like 99% done. So I had it so that the van was just like the back window. That's all I needed. And then you could save it. And then you reloaded the save. And you would have all your progress, but the timer would start over. So you would just mm. be like, okay, spray this one last part. And then like, yeah, I absolutely destroyed those times. <laughs> I, you ever see me power wash a minivan in 10 seconds? Okay. Ooh. And that's why you're paid the big bucks. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, apparently with the release of the Tomb Raider content, this tactic doesn't quite work anymore. I read a comment on one of the solutions that said it might work on Crap. Xbox uh, 
one S's. But uh, essentially, there was a save icon, like a little floppy disk that used to show up at certain points, and you would basically look for that, and that's when you would bail and and be able to reload your save. But that that doesn't happen anymore. So you can't cheat it, or you can't cheat it in as many ways as you can. So I was like, let me give it a try. And I'm just here to tell you, it is it is doable. If I got it done, if you're interested in getting it done... Now that's good news. You, you can get it done. As, as we're an achievement-focused podcast, I will just let you know what I did for it. Again, there are time and water-based levels. The only water-based one where you have to do an underserved amount of water I did was the van. Otherwise, I got the time requirement on the uh, the dirt bike and on the van and on the golf cart and on the bungalow. And most of these things, I promise you, when you get in there, you're going to do your first run and see that you have 90 seconds to finish it and you're going to time out, like not even get the bronze. You're just going to run out of time totally. And you're going to think, how am I ever going to do this? I didn't actually consult videos myself because I'm very stubborn. But there are videos online, people definitely have strategies that you can use. And if you just play through enough, you'll be fine. My big suggestion off the top is as soon as the level's about to start while it's counting down, just hit your bumper, make sure you select the yellow nozzle. That's really the best for just about everything. And then just go get things done. Don't be afraid by the longer level stages because they have 25 minute times instead of five minutes or less, because that time actually gives you more flexibility. I promise you it's doable. For most of you, this is going to be the last achievement you get, but it's well worth it. It's a nice completion to have. And uh, I'm very satisfied to be done with the game and also looking forward to the Final Fantasy content because that's the only way we're going to see Final Fantasy VII Remake content on the Xbox. So I'm looking forward uh... to playing that on March 2nd, whether or not there are achievements. I, I finished all the Tomb Raider content too, so I'm ready for more. How long did it take you to clean up La- Lars' <laughs> mansion? Um... I don't know. I played through it maybe over the course of like three or four play sessions. So maybe it took four to six hours, but I don't, I'm not particularly in a rush. The Tomb Raider content has the, the exterior of the mansion, um, an obstacle course, two vehicles, uh, a maze, like a, a hedge maze where there are certain effects within it you have to clean. And the the sort of hmm. museum room, which is the final level. So there's plenty of content in there. And it's a shame there's no achievement, which means that most people won't check it out. But it's it's still Power Watch them. It's relaxing in its way. And it's fun to see the video at the end when they do the, uh, you know, stop motion, like speed up version. Of time lapse. Yes, yeah, time lapse. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. I think I might re-download this game just so I can see the Tomb Raider DLC. Yeah, it was cool. I'm not going to clean it up. I just want to run through it. <laughs> and it's free. Like, the mansion has to look better on Power Wash than it does on anything in PS1. Well, well, in Power Wash, you're only dealing with the ma- mansion exterior. Like, the, the only thing in the mansion is the 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 museum room. But the you only deal with the exterior of the mansion. Everything else is is outside. So if you're looking to yeah, get in I still there, yeah, just look at it. That's fair. Can I hit the poor butler with the power wash gun? Because I used to shoot no. him all the time when Tomb Raider two. No, but you oh, know, hundred percent. If you um, when you're 
playing Power Watch as it would with the campaign. You get the sort of messages of what's happening, and it's the butler that's actually asked you to come in and wash the stuff and is like sending messages back to Lara about the work that you're doing and then relaying so what that she wants you to, to clean further things. All right. Well, if that's the uh, end for that, uh, Nate, what game have you been playing? Oh, well, I've been wanting to play more Hogwarts, um, but all these server shutdowns I've been talking about just keep <laughs> happening and they keep forcing my hand. Uh, and I have been playing one for a little bit, and um, that's Knockout City. Now, uh, Knockout City uh, is a dodgeball game, if you don't know anything about it. And it's actually uh, it's actually pretty fun. Um, I'm kind of sad that uh, we didn't get into it right away. And I, I know it was uh, a paid game initially, uh, and then it opened up and became free to play, I think, like a year after. Something like that. Don't, don't charge, you know. Don't challenge me on the times. Uh, it's just, <laughs> it's a loose history uh, of what happened. Uh, now the game is going away <clears throat> in June of this year, June 6th. And um, so there's not a whole lot of pressure right now to get it done because there is so much time. Um, but because of everything else, I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm going to start working on it now. There are a couple things that are kind of long and grindy to get done. So I figured, okay, I'm doing it now. I'm going to make a big dent and I'll just chip away at the, uh, at the really grindy stuff uh, until June. Uh, the game is fun. Uh, it's got a whole bunch of different modes. You can play 1v1, 2v2, 3v3. I think there's a 4v4 mode. Uh, and then there's uh, very distinct levels. Uh, some, of, some, of that, some of them are good. Some of them are bad. Um, there's uh, like for instance there's one level where you can jump on little ufos and fly around this kind of farm themed circular level and when you're on the ufo uh, you just move at a constant speed at a constant altitude you can't move up or down uh and you can always jump off that and, and play like normal but uh, they're very creative uh with their levels um <clears throat> and then there are unique balls so you have like a boomerang ball uh where once you hit an enemy it, the ball will kind of boomerang back to you and if you don't catch it it'll knock you back uh, there's bombs and soda bombs and gas bombs and just bomb bombs uh, and footballs. And then there's a pinball ball. So you have like three balls and it makes that cool pinball sound when you rock and walk <laughs> to it. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> the pinball or the uh, the dodgeball sound. You know that poof, that sound, just that sound, the pin, you know, the uh, dodgeball sound. Yeah. They, oh, they yeah. nail that. Uh, and I just love that sound. Um, and, and they really nailed that one. I know it's not hard to do, but it, it makes me happy. Um, oh, you gotta have that sound. Yeah. Now, it seems pretty basic when you think about it. Oh, I'm just playing dodgeball. But they have found a way to add layers. Uh, it, they have a paper, rock, scissors kind of mechanic, um, in that you can, um, it really gets kind of intense when you're playing dodgeball. Uh, you can throw a low-powered ball, and when someone catches it, uh, they'll uh, get a power-up on that ball, which then allows them to throw faster. Um, so you see people kind of like throwing high-powered balls uh, and then catching them and then throwing them back. And then every now and then you see someone with like an off-speed throw to kind of throw you off. Uh, then there are curve shots that can go around corners, kind of follow you. There's lob shots. Um, you can also do... Uh, like fakes, you can do a fake out, um, a pump fake, 
uh, with the balls to kind of throw people off. And if you see them um, catch, there's like a little stun delay when you go to catch. So if you can get someone to bite on a on a, you know a, a fake, you can then whiz the ball right at them and hopefully get you know uh, take one of their health bars off. Uh, in the normal modes, you get two. Uh, health bars so you hit once that's you're kind of like on your last life there and then you hit again you're out that's a point um games are typically to 10 a 1v1 game i think is to three um i can't really remember the specifics there there's a lot of stuff to do um when you log in there are daily challenges there's an achievement tied to that uh for doing a hundred of those so you are going to have to play for over a month uh, to get that, you're not always going to get them unless you're really, really good at the game. Um, start now. Yeah. So start now. If, if you, this is interesting to you at all, um, you'd want to be chipping away at that. Uh, you can always buy, um, a challenge that you aren't able to complete. You can spend a little bit of hollow bucks on it and complete that challenge. And then you don't have to uh, worry about the skill gap. Uh, before they had a lot of paid content. So you could have gotten like the turtles pack. So you can play as the turtles, uh, or have the turtles That's bus. That's awesome. Yeah, have the turtle bus be your uh, vehicle that drops you off at the beginning of the match and stuff like that. Or you can have like turtle themed taunts and uh, and gear. So uh, so that's pretty cool. But um, that is going away, and they have a kind of a shutdown date for all that stuff, and that is uh, February twenty eighth. So this month, uh, one week from today of recording. Uh, season nine is going to start. And with that, they're going to make the game a little bit better for people who want to get the most out of it. So number one, uh, they're going to remove real money transactions. So if for some crazy reason you want to buy the turtles stuff, you have to do that now because that's, that's a real money transaction. Yeah, How much we talked about on the turtles. Yeah. You have until the 28th to do that. You have to do that. Uh, at that, on the 28th, they take away the real money transactions. You won't be able to purchase hollow bucks, the deluxe bundle or the teenage mutant ninja turtle bundles. Uh, every event, uh, that they're going to do at that point. So season nine is going to be a whole bunch. I think it's back to back events, like seven back to back events. Uh, and all of those events are going to be packed with rewards for, uh, experience style chips, which allow you to change your outfits. Uh, hollow bucks, which allow you to buy a whole bunch of different things. Uh, and they're going to open a new sale shop. Uh, and everything's going to be on drastic discount for just about every cosmetic they've ever had. Um, so that's pretty cool. I, I don't know if that's going to include the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stuff. It probably not, but who knows? Uh, they're also going to increase the rewards for league play, for daily logins and for the brawl pass. Uh, and the, and the premium brawl pass will only be 50 hollow bucks. That is, very easy to do. You can get that from one challenge. So they're basically giving away uh, all the, the you know, Brawl Pass content. Uh, that is good news for people who want all the achievements because there are achievements tied to having certain outfits, uh, winning a match with legendary level e equipment. And normally that stuff you'd have to play for a while uh, to get far enough to get the free ones or to complete a challenge that would allow you to do that based off of an event. Um so yeah, there, there's a lot to this game. Um, if it at all sounds interesting, you need to start pretty soon. Um, you're not going to be able to be carried. 
um, as far as I can tell. So if you're worried about that. Sorry, Al. Yeah, if you're worried about, like, am I good enough for this game? You're going to have to be good enough, or you're going to have to know people that are really good uh, and kind of carry you to a win. There's some achievements that are just they're just difficult, like um, completing, I think it's 10 matches. Yeah, 10 matches where you win by five times the opponent's score. Well, the matches go to 10 points, so you have to shut them out to two. If they get a third point, that doesn't count towards your achievement. Uh, another kind of draw against the game is there's no achievement tracking, at least not on the Xbox achievement trackers. Uh, they do have internal challenges, so you can see uh, you know how you're progressing towards like these milestones, like a thousand catches or a thousand KOs. You can see your percentage on the challenges, but not on the achievement tracker. Um, but the game, it, it looks great. The animations it really are, does. The animations are great. Uh, you know, the losing and the winning uh, animations that they have are very creative. It's a really cool game. And I'm kind of sad that, uh, you know, this and Rumbleverse both have kind of the same art style. They both have really cool animations and, and uh, you know, they're just fun games. Uh, and it's a shame um, that it takes these server shutdowns for me to get around to play them. But I would never stick with these games anyway, right? Because they just this type of game of this, you know, game is a, a service that you're going to keep playing forever and forever. Just not going to happen. So I, I kind of, you know, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. Like, it takes me a long time to get to these things. But when I get to them, I realize that they're good. But I never would have played them the whole time anyway. Um, but yeah, so, so that's kind of what I'm chipping away at uh, is this Knockout City. Uh, you're going to have to get in a crew and... Uh, because you need to win five matches with crewmates. Uh, you're going to have to earn 30 crew contracts. You can only get so many of those a week. So you're going to have to be in a crew that's fairly active um, to get them all. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you have to get 100 contracts. You also have to get 100 daily contracts. So you're going to chip away at this. You're not going to get this done in one weekend. Uh, that's not going to happen. Uh, there is a way to boost. Um, I have not yet done it. But I just learned, and maybe some people don't know this, that's fine, <laughs> is that you can limit um, the Xbox to cross-play or, you know, prevent it from doing cross-play at the system level. Uh, so that's there, nice. Yeah. yeah. So there, there is nice. a setting. Yeah, there is a setting in the Xbox privacy that allows you to limit that. So before, I had always limited cross-play through the options within the games themselves. This game does not have that option, so you have to do it at the system level. So I ended up learning that through some helpful people uh, on the Discord who in no way made fun of me for not knowing that. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so that was a fun thing that I learned. And that is something that you could do uh, to help limit the player level. Uh, people that are playing on PC are insanely good when they're good. Naturally. Uh, yeah. And so the Xbox players, it, it kind of lowers the skill level, the skill cap, and um, gives you a better chance. And it also seems like you can do that to limit yourself on daily challenges because not a lot of people do the daily uh, playlists. You can then have a really good chance of competing against bots, and the bots are nowhere near as good as people, so that helps you uh, with some of your challenges, like catches. You can just let that bot throw at you, and they're not very good, so you, you have a better chance of catching. Uh, so things like that. Um, hopefully, uh, in the next week or so, We'll see more people in the community kind of get together and kind of start working on these things once the uh, XP gains are boosted. Uh, and, you know, right now it's just like, okay, just keep your dailies going. Don't worry about grinding XP because it's going to be so much easier, we hope, uh, after Season 9 starts. So, there you go. So, 
I have a question about yes. that. I see that there's a couple of achievements tied to XP, specifically the biggest one being 250,000. I'm sorry if you mentioned this before and I didn't catch it, but did they say how much of a boost they're given to XP? They said significant. Uh, no, they didn't give a number. Um, they said it's okay. going to be uh, drastically increased and, and such. Just to let you know, I've been playing kind of off and on, not not hardcore, but a couple hours for sure. Let me see if it keeps track of my time. Um, it says I've played for 19 hours. Now, I haven't been playing that entire time. But um, I'm currently level 63. I earned the 100,000 XP. The, the highest achievement you have to get for XP is 250,000. So I'm, you know, probably halfway there. Uh, and when this boost kicks in, uh, you know, what, I'm like three quarters of the way there? Something like that? Math is hard. So that's really not even that much of a yeah. grind. So it's not going to be that much of a grind with these XP boosts. Uh, there are also uh, there are drinks you can drink to kind of increase your uh, your XP for a couple hours. And I think all that stuff's going to multiply uh, over their their other things. So so yeah. So if you, if you want to worry about those XP things, that's not going to be the grind. The grind is going to be the wins, um, the KOs, uh, the catches, and uh, some of the skill based stuff that you have to do. Gotcha. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have to check this out. I, I dove it uh, as part of the, you know, the what have you. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested. But, yeah, when I heard you guys talk about the significant gains, I kind of held off because I was like, oh, I might as well start <laughs> when they do, you know, make it yeah abundant, right? If you've already got it on your tag, yeah, just go for it. There's a lot of stuff you can get for not too much effort. Uh, and it's fun. And if we can get enough people in there, uh, it'll be really fun to laugh at people uh, missing the ball. And falling off the level, um, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of opportunity for uh, for ridicule. Oh well, what other me question? What other question is this? The game where you have to have your like EA account logged into it? Um, I don't know about have to. Uh, I. I don't remember the sign up process. There, there could be like an EA. Um, it's not EA though. It's Velen Studios. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was looking at TA, and I saw that it was Velen Studios. But I could have swore this was the game that uh, we went. We went to try to play before a live panel. Oh, yep, yeah, it last uh, year or something like that. On TA, it says Knockout City going free to play, dropping EA as publisher. Oh, well, there you go. Ooh, maybe I can get into this because I can't get into my EA account. So I don't remember have to, having to sign up for anything, but I also don't have a problem with EA. Um, so I, you. I probably got in there at, at some point with even with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you don't care about hmm. completions and you just want to get in there and there's enough people doing yeah, stuff just, and you want to be a part of it, go for it. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care if I get the completion. Just jump in with the friends, play, because it looks like it's fun. It is. It is very fun. Uh, there's just something about like throwing a curveball and just having it like whip around a corner that it shouldn't be able to, like total ninety degree, <laughs> whipping around that corner and just hitting somebody and just hear that poop sound. It's just so. It's just <laughs> something about that. All right. Does anybody else have anything they want to talk about with Knockout City? All right. Well, in that case, let's go to uh, Devin with his game. Yeah. 
Fashion Police Squad. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this, but uh, it came out nope. this, no. just this month. And how I found out about it uh, was I watched somebody speedrun this game on uh, GDQ. Uh, Fashion Police Squad is a game that looks like it has a Doom-style graphics, but it has more verticality to it. And you play as the Fashion Police, and you have to... Uh, serve out justice against people who are committing various fashion crimes. So some of the first oh, enemies goodness. you meet are people that are wearing dull suits, and so you have to give them some more color. Well, how do you do that? Well, you use your gun, the to die for, and you shoot them <laughs> with the color. Uh, and then there's somebody that has too much neon, so you use the you suck out the neon so they have much more balanced color, or loose fitting suits. Or socks with sandals, and uh, yeah, it's a, a the commitment to the bit is real. Uh, you'll run into Karens and potato sacks, and uh, you have to <laughs> you can use your belt of justice on a guy that has loose fitting pants. Um, <laughs> so a lot of the first person shooter aspects of it are use knowing which weapon to use because if you try to use a weapon like the die and they are in a loose fitting suit, it won't work. You have to use the right ones, and so it's about picking the right weapon for the time to survive in the arenas. Um, and then uh, a lot of verticality because that belt that I was talking about is off to the side. You can use it to whip onto elements so that you can grapple and get up and over things. And so you can kind of whip around and move really fast as part of the grapple hook, which adds a nice bit of verticality to the levels. Um so far, the achievements look fairly straightforward. It's a game that's been on Steam, so there's no TA guides. Uh, this is very, like, not a lot of people have bought this and played it on TA. Um, but I was looking on Steam. You can do it. It's going to look like you have to get all of the swag. So there's various parts of swag that you can use to pick up armor. Yeah. Uh, you have to find all of that. You have to meet out all the justice to everybody. <laughs> And then there's also hidden secrets because it's a game that's very much like a Doom or a Quake, especially in the the graphic style to where like the sprites are all it's in a 3D world, but the sprites are all 2D basically and they don't yeah. you don't rotate around them. Um, it's it's funny too. like the I mean, the whole fashion police squad is FPS. It's a first person shooter. Uh, your first boss is a, is huh. a guy named Hugo Hugo boss. Which I, uh. I appreciated the pun. A lot of the pun game is strong in this one, and uh, okay, I like that. It's on theme uh, too, and yeah. As I've been unlocking it, I unlocked upgrades to the weapons. You can wear different outfits, so I wore like a tactical gear, which increases health and stuff. It's it's funny. It has a lot of challenge maps. It looks like they're they challenge you know. One had two specific enemy types where you had to constantly switch between weapons and try to balance that out. Um, I would highly uh, recommend it. I think especially if it goes on sale right now, it's 20 bucks, which seems a little high. Um, I'd certainly recommend watching the the speed run. The speed run was very entertaining and sold me on the game almost immediately. Um, but definitely check it out um, on the... Like I said, the achievement front looks like it's going to be a lot of just complete the levels completely, find everything, you know, get story progression. Uh, I had to uh, fab slap, this f- slap the fashion sense into people. So as you <laughs> fight, you your fashion sense increases, and then you can unleash it as a 
super move where you just smack people silly to smack some sense into them. So they change their ways. <laughs> uh, and I had to do that on 25 enemies. Um, nothing... This looks like the right kind of dumb. <laughs> it is. That is a great way of putting it. <laughs> and a lot of like random stuff. Like I know there's like a, one level has like a golf ball. You have to hit the golf ball into the hole. Like that kind of stuff. Like nothing terrible. Uh, looks like a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It looks like it'll be more fun as I keep going through it if they keep the ingenuity and the, the fun writing and everything on point. Plus, I just like these old-style first-person shooters. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, it's got a 4.12 on a TA right now. Yeah, but like... Very good rating. Low player base. I would, I would love to see that oh, yeah. go up. Uh, yeah, three people have completed it, but only 212 people have started it so it's not exactly uh not a lot price point yeah well it all it's still very new this would be a great game pass game if it ever came to that um i think it would go swimmingly there um so devin have you fashion police squad looked at the list like before i ask any specific questions i don't know if you're like not looking at it to try to just go through and just enjoy the game as is Um, I've looked at it, but the descriptions don't give you really any sort of thing. So I had to look it up on Steam. So I looked mm. up on Steam kind of basically what they're looking for. Cause okay. I have some ideas of what they would be, but I don't like I know that tens across the board is one ten ten tens where mm-hmm. you have to that's maxing out everything. But I didn't look specifically what they meant. There's a level select on every level so you can't actually miss anything so okay i'm more yeah, interested in just kind of playing through and experiencing it that that was actually getting right to the question i had was i see there's one for collecting all the secret posters so i was wondering if that's something you've come across if you could like what should you look out for or as you already said like you can yep. restart a level and pick it up if you need to yeah so there if you've played like a doom or a duke nukem um there's just you can get to hidden places and especially with the when they add the belt you can swing to places that seems like you probably shouldn't get to and you'll encounter pictures of the main character desmond in various silly outfits like there's one where he's dressed up in the blue steel outfit from (laughs) zoolander Mm -hmm. a lot of different like and he's like who keeps putting these up and like he keeps thinking they're vandalizing him uh, and you can, that's one of the, that's basically the main collectible. Those are the secret posters. Uh, okay. I've found a few on my own, but they look like they're, some of them are in kind of specific places. Um, so a video or something of, of the sort would probably not go amiss. And I'm fairly positive that something like that's already on steam. It's just the low player count on Xbox is what's kind of hampering us here. Right. I love their own snark. Uh, Solve the only puzzle in the game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Doesn't take a lot of thought. Like, you have a main character in it named Deep Coat who keeps giving you information about the bad guys. Oh, the puns. Just the (laughs) the glorious puns. All right, the dumb humor is making me want to play it. It's, oh, yeah, like... Like I said, the biggest problem with it, the reason why I think that most people won't pick it up, uh, is 20 bucks. 
And that's that's kind of a big ask. I think it's worth the twenty dollars, but if it goes on sale for for ten, if it ever comes on to Game Pass, like I said, this is the kind of weird, oddly specific thing that I could see coming to Game Pass at some point. Um, <laughs> it'd be well, worth it. It is published by No More Robots. Uh, soccer story. I was just about Let's to build say a that. zoo. Nowhere profit. Descenders. This is a good chance. Yes, your grace. You got. Yeah, it's got a chance to come to Game Pass. And yeah, worth it. <laughs> and I think I want to get more trailblazing done on it uh, before it does and get those sweet, sweet ratios. I will also point out one achievement. Uh, it looks looks like you just open the game and unlock an achievement. So completionist beware, I guess. Yeah, open the game for the first time. That's that's one. Um. Yeah, like you'll get a lot very quickly. Um, it doesn't look that difficult. Yeah, the the stuff that I've gotten thus far has not been particularly tough. Um, a lot of like a lot of story progression, that kind of thing. And it looks like more first person platforming is going to be on the way. But worth it. I really fun. I've had a lot of fun with my time with Fashion Police Squad. All right. Well, in that case, uh, since that game is a little bit of expensive, let's get into some things that are on sale. So I'm going to start. First game I'm, first game I'm going to recommend is Dreamfall Chapters. Now, this is an adventure point-and-click game for 3 bucks. Now, I am not necessarily recommending this because it's some, it's, I don't like point-and-clicks. It's not necessarily my thing. But it is typically a $20 game. And it's three dollars now. And Waka actually did a game club game uh, for this, and that's available on our YouTube channel. If you want to go back through and listen to that, three dollars—that's real cheap for a game. So you can go through, play it, listen to his commentary, and a couple others that were involved in that, whose names I forget. I'm sorry. And then another, well, bundle that I want to recommend, and quite honestly, I've never played these games i just heard of them before recording the name just kind of sparked my curiosity it's the space raiders in space that's mainly the game that i'm interested in it's a roguelike it doesn't have a whole lot of players right now it has 126 starters three of them have given it a five star uh usually 17 dollars. it's 5.94 right now so that seems interesting. Or you can get the Space Raiders in Space plus Clumsy Rush bundle. And Clumsy Rush is a party game that is typically $13. It is $3.24 right now. So you can buy those games separately. Or you can get them together for $6.49. Seems like a pretty good deal. Like I said, I don't know much about either of those games. They just look kind of interesting. I've played Clumsy Rush. It's of the games it's, I've played. It's certainly one of them. It's Dollar Store <laughs> Fall Guys, right? Yeah, it's the Fall Guys we have at home. <laughs> I mean, it's a one to two hour completion, so I can't speak to the achievements. I the way you're talking about it, it seems like it's uh couch co-op only type 
game, plug in a couple controllers, sit down for an hour, get the achievement, get a thousand gamer score. Yeah, that's about right. And to go along with that, it's got a 1.83 rate rating on TA. So yeah, everybody agrees with your sentiment. But uh, what do you want to recommend, Nate? Well, I am going to recommend Aragami Shadow Edition, which is 374 down from 25. I'm recommending it on that price almost alone. I play a little bit of Aragami 2 uh, because it was on Game Pass and I had to do it for a Game Pass quest. And I thought, hey, this is not bad. Uh, it is a stealth genre. So if you hate that, leave now. Uh, but 374 down from 25. That's a pretty good deal. It's a good looking game. Uh, next up, Nine Monkeys of Shaolin. $3 down from 20. Also a pretty good discount. This is a beat em up. And it is the same developer as Redeemer Enhanced Edition, which I thought was just a, you know, a gem in the rough. Is that the same? It's a really good diamond in the rough. Uh, really good <laughs> game uh, that people just haven't played or whatever. If, if you're into like beat em ups and hack and slash, man, uh, Redeemer Enhanced Edition is fantastic. And I played a little bit of Nine Monkeys with Shaolin. And while it's not exactly like Redeemer, it does seem like it's a really fun uh, beat-em-up, or it's got that same kind of style to it. Uh, And finally, The Last Campfire, $3 down from $15. I wasn't going to recommend this again, because I've told you about it a bajillion times. But then there was talk on the Discord about how good of a game it is for $3. Uh, This is Puzzle Adventure, five to six hours. We showcased it on level 110. Uh, 1,000 hour license. That was a fantastic title. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a great game. I mean, if, if you know, if you like some of the games I like, the very neat games, the very, you know, this is one of those. Uh, it, you know, this is the type that I like to recommend. And it's, uh, I, I am recommending it again. The Last Campfire. Yeah. I clicked on it. That is a very neat game. We just need to make Nate a genre. <laughs> All right. And Devin, what games would you like to recommend? I would like to recommend, for the benefit of the Midnight Society, uh, Metro. So the whole series, uh, pick your poison. The Metro Redux, Redo, I never know how to pronounce that word. Both Metro 2033 and Last Light is uh, $6 as a bundle. Uh, Exodus and all of its DLC is eight. But if you want to skip all that noise, you can buy the whole lot, every single piece of Metro for 12 bucks, which is 80% off. Uh, Metro is a first person shooter set in a post apocalypse Russia. Uh, very neat, very highly rated, a lot of monsters. Seems kind of spooky. Always wanted to get into it. Now I've completed the set so I can look at it, imagine what it'd be like to play it, and then never do it. And you can too. Uh, and then I also recommended XCOM 2. Do you have the vague suspicion that math is a lie and statistics are out to get you? Have you ever wanted to test that out in unique and exciting ways? XCOM 2 is like eight bucks and that's everything. Do you want to get attached <laughs> to people and then watch them die? You can. Yeah, didn't you kill me? No, the aliens killed you. <laughs> yeah, the aliens, sure. I just commanded you. If you would have shot better with your guile haircut, you would have killed the aliens. But here we are. Man, I'm half blind. It's hard to aim. You had a 90% chance. And you'll see what I mean (laughs) when you play XCOM 2 for $8. Tactical alien action. It's great. I don't know about you, but I'm sold. 
You'll be cursing up and down about math. <laughs> I'm sold on trying to get Devin to stream right. it again with uh, well, AH101 inspired troops. Those were good times. Ah, uh, there's enough interest. Yeah, sure. That was fun. It was sport. fun. I really enjoyed. Uh, mm. I, I I really enjoyed watching you all die. <laughs> it was it was fun. Wow. As, I, I feel like as it was with my Oregon Trail playthrough to see just how uncanny it was uh-huh. that our personalities actually matched the personalities we wound up having in the game. If I recall That's from your so XCOM funny. just having all through. the yeah, and and just like the like you'd all because eventually you recruit everybody and then they just sort of pick a path and I believe you became like a sniper and that was uh, yeah. exciting. Mm-hmm. But, and I I tried my best to make everyone look as absolutely silly as possible. <laughs> just just because we weren't we were uh, not a ragtag unit. <laughs> If only you could have imported you try Chewie's... to find that stream and watch that again. If only you could have imported Chewie's WWE characters into your XCOM game, it, it would have been perfection. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah. Oh, but... Uh... Dude, those characters he makes are the best. Yeah, no, I'll, 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 I'll see about it. Because, yeah, I, I've really enjoyed uh, XCOM 2, even though I am a very bad commander. I don't know <laughs> why you chose me to lead you. I know I'm bad. I, you know, I'm making the best of what I got. I feel attacked by that statement. I, I didn't, I, you all revived me. I was right here. That's all the story <laughs> goes. And you were like, and you're talking a big game about how like, oh, we're a commander. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I want this job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but we also have at least one game available now for or Game Pass. I don't know why I said at least. There's only one game available now on Game Pass, and that is Atomic Hearts. It's a day one release, free to uh, free to play, first person shooter. It's on cloud console and PC. Got a thick skin. I'm very much l- and an Atomic Heart. I'm very much looking forward to jumping into this game now that I'm done with Vampire Survivors. I started it. It but, looks cool. Uh, yeah. I, I need more time with it before uh, I make up any comments. I will say it does seem like there's a good bit of glitches and whatnot on it, but uh, I don't know if there's been a day one patch yet to fix them. Yeah. As I've far as I've heard some mixed reviews, as far as I've got no glitches, um, I'm about half hour into it. Uh, and that's, <laughs> that's saying something when you're like, no glitches in the first half hour. But, uh, you know, we've heard that it's buggy, but, um, you know, it doesn't seem so bad to me right now. It's a sad state of affairs when you need a day one patch for every game. You just expect there to be glitches. But we also have some other games coming to Game Pass. On February 28th, we have Merge and Blade for the cloud console on PC. This is... The flavor commentary is experience an addictive puzzle and a massive auto-battler in one game. The world's first puzzle auto-battler game. Only your brain can save the world. We're doomed. Matrix, <laughs> <laughs> have you looked at this? Have you seen this? I read this. Same... TA has no information on this. Yeah, I read the same description and went, ooh. But I, I just, I don't know. I may same. just 
go in blind on the 28th and just download it and see what happens. Uh, okay, well, I great. guess I won't tell you anything then. Yeah, don't. Has Game Pass cornered Thanks. the market with the <laughs> and Blade games? Yeah, I think so. Got Mountain ah. Blade. <laughs> also have Soul Hackers 2 for a cloud console on PC. It's a role-playing tower defense. Turn base. Bay? Turn oh, base. Base, not tower oh. defense. <laughs> Context. It's a 60-80 hour game. And uh, it looks anime-ish. On March 2nd, we have F1 22, sim racing game, 25-30 hours on console and PC. And this is through the EA Play. I'm actually yay, yay cars. kind of excited. I've watched a whole video talking about the progression of F1 games as they've moved on with Codemasters, and I'm, it kind of got me excited hmm. to try to play more of these and figure out more about what F1 is as a sport and try to play it on its own terms. Well, let I'm us know how that you. goes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably poorly. I don't know much about formula racing. I like drag racing more. Uh, you're more of a natural racing kind of guy instead of using the formula. On March 3rd, we also have Woe Long Fallen Dynasty coming to cloud console and PC in the action role playing game. And apparently this is a day one game coming to Game Pass. But that's it for additions. And just as a reminder, we do have a couple of games leaving Game Pass. Alien Isolation, Octopath Traveler, Lightning Returns, uh, Crown Trick, Dragon Ball Fighters, Far Changing Tides, Madden NFL 21. All those games are leaving at the end of the month. Get them while you can. Or complete them while you can. <laughs> Good luck. A lot of 100 hours in this. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of time to be able to complete all of those games in the rest of the month. And their stacks. Along with all the server closures. <laughs> and, and their stacks. I believe in you guys. You can do it. Speaking of which, how's everybody doing with Bioshock? I'm about halfway through the game. I was so ahead of the curve, I managed to complete it several years ago. I have a very good memory of it. Good on you. Yep. Yeah, I'm hoping to yeah. actually Bioshock finish the remastered the in the next week or so. so. Um, and then we have to figure out where we're actually talking about it because uh, it's not going to be uh, on the live show, I think. So probably be the second show, right, of the month. Kind of buys everyone a little extra time. Uh yeah, probably. Well, then you got to figure out what we're doing for for merch. Sounds like Atomic Heart. We'll leave that off to the patrons. Viable option. Hmm. We'll start that discussion in the patron VIP room in Discord. See what everybody says. I would not mind to be in Atomic Hearts. But yeah, I'm about halfway through Bioshock Remastered. I'm enjoying it so far. I think... I don't want to say too much, but I think if you played Atomic Heart after Bioshock, you'd feel like you're still playing Bioshock. Huh. And is I that a problem? 
At least from the trailers, anyway. But yeah, we'll I let the think patrons. It might be. <laughs> uh, we'll let the patrons decide what will be up next. All right. Well, with that, let's get into Brad Camp. Take it away, Michelle. All right. Up first for completions, we have a new name that I've read anyway. Riazor? Riazor. Re- Re- All right. Well, welcome. I, I think. Has anyone Riazor. read this name before? <laughs> I have not. All right, I awesome. don't recall. Well, welcome. So we'll go with this and then get corrected later. Riazor has reached a new milestone of 200 completed games. EOJ has reached 700 completed games. Hey, the guy in the one of the guys on the panel here, Vulgar Latin. He's reached 750 completed games. Congratulations, Devin. What did you reach Thanks. 750 with? Nothing good. Just kind of happened. Answer. I think it was, <laughs> it was I uh, lost snowmen. I think. But definitely nothing good. You are Sound- correct. <laughs> yep, nothing good. Yep. All right, moving on. MDP. 73 and Kitty Skies have both reached 950 completed games. Mighty Mango has reached 1100 completed games and Mental Knight 5 has reached 1700 completed games. Good job, guys. In streaks, we have a bunch of 50-day achievement streakers. Uh, we have Ahiza, we have Death Dealers, Magic Monkey, we have Jay Black, we have MDP 73, probably playing Rocket League, Aftos 84, <laughs> uh, Expovos, also known as Kronos, Toad Style Venom, uh, Johnny Delicious is currently at 200 days. Sadak with 550. Z Drunken Monkeys with 600. And Northern Last with 900. In Gamer Score, Wildwood Mike has hit 300,000. Mr. Gompers has hit 550,000. Chris Bud 20 has hit 600,000. Kawi Ninja Rider 7 has hit 850,000. Bomber 37 has hit 900,000. Mighty Mango has hit 1.6 million, and Magic Monkey has hit 1.8 million gamer score. In the leaderboards, Jay Huns is in the top five of games played for Metroidvania. Sir Polygon is in the top ten of the Georgia True Achievement leaderboard for Tower Defense, and Magic Monkey is in the top 100 of the True Achievement leaderboard. That's really good. Wow. Good job, all. All right. I think that will do it for us this week. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Uh, As always, be sure to check us out on all the different socials and YouTube and Twitch and whatnot. All the links, all all of that will be in the show notes. Uh, most importantly, join the Discord, discord.io slash AH101. Come be a part of the community. It is a great time. It's also a great way to slack off during work because you know <laughs> you don't want to actually work while you're at work. And if you're able to, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash achievementhunting101. We thank everyone, all the patrons that are able to support us. They're the ones that allow us to continue making improvements to the show running all the contests and stuff like that. Thank you all. But with that, class is dismissed. See you all next week. Bye. So long. Bye now.
welcome back to the 19th episode of One List, Two List, Bad List, Good List. A segment where we take a look at the achievement list of a couple of games. One that is as low as a free game shutting down its servers, and another that is high as, well, a free game with Chivos. What exactly makes those lists good or bad? Well, that's what we will be discussing. This is One List, Two List, Bad List, Good List. I am Elroy OMJ, and I am joined today by an individual who is not an Eagle Montoya, but rather is the one. But is he really the one? It's Neo21. How's it going, man? Hey, Elroy. Glad to be on here. It's, uh, first time for me, so this will be uh, interesting and fun. Absolutely. So uh, I have to ask, so being Neo, you know, it's it's the one, but there's a 21 after your name. So like Neo the 21? Uh, yeah, you know, I never really thought about that like that. But uh, yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess in the lore of the Matrix, uh, which yeah. obviously, if you couldn't figure out, it's probably... It, it, pretty easy to figure out that that's my favorite movie of all time, but uh, you, Ooh, if, so if you wanted you to, that. yeah, um, if you wanted to fit me into the lore, I guess you could say I am the twenty-first iteration of the anomaly, since there were multiple iterations in the movie as right. the Neo that we. So know. you're like fifteen. You're like fifteen past the the one that uh, that we watched. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. Okay, so all right, so I must ask. I must ask then. So what is your thoughts on you not being the one, but rather Agent Smith is the one? If you are referring to The Matrix Resurrections, the most recent one, I have not actually watched it because I've heard it was god-awful. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm referring to uh, the original. I don't even recognize the other one. But oh, okay. The original trilogy, okay. if you... there. And so, for those of you that are wondering what what is what is what am I talking about? There is this theory out there that Neo is not the one, and oh. the whole time, Agent Smith is the one, and it's very compelling and it's very interesting. So you need to go look up. Uh, I think it's uh, called Film Theory or something like that. Film Theory, Matrix, the One or something. I don't know. You'll find it. And the guy breaks it down, and I'm just like, it was it was like that uh, mind blown moment, you know? Like I was like. I never thought of it that way. And so, like, everyone's in on it. The Oracle's in on it because, you know, the Oracle tells Neo he's not the one. However, he tells everyone else, or she tells everyone else that he is the one. And so by doing that, it basically sets the the events in motion, and then it fools Mr. Agent Smith, who is the one, into uploading into the code at the very end, and that the deception is what allowed that to happen. It, it's a whole amazing argument. So. Interesting. I've never heard that concept before, but I... I... I'll have to go check that out. That sounds fun. That sounds very. It reminds me of um, the ending to Mass Effect Three. There was a theory before they came out with the extended edition ending mm-hmm. that uh, Shepard was indoctrinated. So if you ever are interested in a really compelling alternate ending to Mass Effect Three, and I think it would have been a lot better than the ending we got, is the indoctrination theory. I've never played a single minute of any of those. Oh, that is my favorite video game franchise of all time. <laughs> That hurts a I little. Mean, yeah, sorry. I just, uh, yeah, that that one missed me. I don't know. I, 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 I view that as kind of one of the older franchises that was more on the 360, and I kind of came in at the end of the 360 days. So. Ah, okay, that would make sense. Yeah, so I, I missed a lot of that. I've never played a game of Halo, never played wow. uh, any of the Battlefields. I mean, there's a lot of these series out there that I've never played 
played any of. So, so don't take it, you know, Mass Effect, don't take it personally. You know, <laughs> all right, all there's right. There's plenty of them out there that I've never played a single minute of. So Yeah, I, I guess uh, yeah. I got a big, a few big franchises that I've never played either. So I guess we yeah, even. We all have our blind spots. There's a lot of games out there. So there are. Why don't, we, why don't we just knock out two of them? That's, uh, you know transitional material sounds good <laughs> all right so uh all right so since this is one list two list bad list good list and not one list two list good list bad list we will do with the bad first so i'm going to start us off with a bad game uh, one that i did not like the achievement list of that's the basis for this i'm you know i, I will give you an opinion on the game but it's mainly just looking at the achievement list so for those of you that are unfamiliar that's kind of what we're looking at so the game is just die already exclamation mark so it's uh published by curve games 15 bucks 15 to 20 hour completion 4600 ta and a relatively new game not too old but um if if you played this wonderful masterpiece i think i've heard someone mention it on the podcast before but no i don't know anything about this game Okay. All right. Well, it's uh, it's not a bad game. I'm not I'm not here to pile on the game. I I've rather enjoyed it to be honest. But uh, it's uh, kind of the gameplay. I call it a Black Knight game. Uh, and what I mean by that is, you know, it's just a flesh wound. You know, like with uh, uh, the Black Monty Knight Python. and uh, Monty Python. Yeah. So that's kind of what this. Uh, yeah, I call them the Black Knight game. So another similar game that I actually liked better was Guts and Glory. Did you ever play that one? I have not. Okay, so that one just, it's more, it's kind of the same concept except for using vehicles to get from point A to point B and, and similar concepts. So, uh, but basically you touch anything and limbs start falling off, like, uh, and your start, blood starts shooting out and, and uh, yeah, and, but you don't die from bleeding out normally. You just kind of keep going. I, I don't know, you may eventually, but the the whole mechanics based on you losing limbs and and such and so forth. So okay, uh, that's kind of what this game is. So like for example, you can be reduced to just a pelvis with no head, no arms, no legs, and you can still <laughs> walk around. You know, hop around as a pelvis uh, or a head, or you know, definitely arms and legs are not needed. You can, and in fact, some areas you have to remove those limbs in order to get into the that section of the game. So uh, anyway, so okay. The issue I had was with not the game, but the Chivo list that they use for the game. Because I feel like overall, it just needed to be more incremental and it could have been something enjoyable. And it would have made more semblance of what is needed to complete the game also, but uh, more so just for the enjoyment factor. Because to me, a good achievement list really enhances a game. And this game could have been a lot better had they just put some effort into the uh, achievements. So this, the achievements break down like this. So there's an achievement for basically just starting the game, which is getting out of the retirement home. You play as old people. So that's the whole premise of the game is just die already. You're, you're old and they're killing off senior citizens in a variety of ways. And <laughs> there's uh, things called a bucket list. So there's all these things that you want to accomplish being an old person before you die. And so you want to get out of the retirement center to go achieve these goals, you know, before you die kind of a thing. So, all right. So you get an achievement for getting out of the nursing home, which basically starts the game. It's kind of like a prologue, if you will, where you go in, you're going into it and you kind of figure out that, Oh, okay. I see what's going on here. I'm going to lose, you know, I'm going to 
everything's trying to kill me. And then uh, once you get out in the real world, it's like an open world game. So the majority of the rest of the achievement... Oh, and there's also an achievement for dying a lot, and there's an achievement for getting X amount of limbs tore off. So there's, there's two, you know, being bad at the game achievements. And then one starting the game. The rest of them fall under fall under like a vague umbrella achievement. So you have like complete all life goals involving self-harm in the bucket list. All right. So there's a bunch of goals and some of them are themed self-harm. There's another one for complete all challenges, life goals in the bucket list. And the English is a little, a little choppy on these. Uh, uh, I, I'm, not, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> whoever wrote the achievement list English was not their first language okay. but uh, and then there's one complete all life goals that involve hazards in the bucket list so uh, you gotta get the idea so there's there's a several of those that's the bulk of the achievements and then you get a, a, an overall achievement for completing all the goals and all the lists now um, it's a little confusing at times which one so you, you can open the menu and you can see a list of all the things that you're supposed to do and it, you know, sometimes it gets a little confusing. Like, uh, is that a hazard? Is that self-harm? Uh, because a lot of it's just ridiculous stuff. And so you're not really 100% sure, but that's okay. You can always look that up. But still, they could have done a better job where if you o- opened up the bucket list, since the achievements are based off this, where you could sort it by type, okay. like uh, by self-harm, you know, something like that. That sounds now, useful. They are sorted. Yeah, they're, they are sorted, but they're sorted by region. So there's like... You know, you're like in a big city, so there's like a Chinatown area, there's a, uh, you know, whatever area. There's like different sections of town. And, and so, uh, you know, like a fish or a bay area and all this other stuff. But anyway, it's like there's different areas and they have it sorted by that, but you can't overall open up all the hazards like on one list of that type. And that would have been nice. And then you could even color code it by the region that you can find it in. So that would even be better where... You're like, oh, on this list, I have this to do. Oh, it's in that section of town, and then you can go there and do it real quick. So it's there's a lot going on in this game. It's a very large – I mean, I, th- I felt it was somewhat large for a little crap game like this, for a pretty large area to explore. And, it, yeah, it's uh, – it, a little help from them would, would go a long way. So um, another thing is, like, on those goals, those achievements aren't trackable. So, for example, oh. if you complete – yeah, if you complete like ten out of twenty self harm on the bucket list, like you're not even really sure if you accomplished that. You know, it doesn't track at all. So you, you know, it should be showing like fifty percent. And what gets me is that the death ones are. So why is it wow. that the? Yeah, like so if you you can kill yourself all the way up to ninety nine percent to preload it if you want or whatever, and uh, you, it tracks accurately, but the ones that have the most to do with actually what you're trying to accomplish in the game don't track, which I didn't understand. You know, it seems like they would have added that to all of them because it's all very trackable. But, um, but yeah, so that's kind of the nuts and the bolts of it. But here's what I really didn't like about it, which is, man, this game has a lot to offer. And it, it's just, I mean, it's just kind of buried. It's like an extra level of burying uh, what would be a, a, an enjoyable achievement list. They bury it into these big lists and you don't there'd be some really fun achievements that you could get and be kind of funny to have you know an achievement like this you know because i like a weird achievement right yeah, yeah who doesn't yeah you like the you like the weird achievements and they could have done so many in this game so i'm going to give you a couple examples 
Okay. Um, so on each of the lists, they have it divided up by section, and they a lot of them they even have fun little names for them, like uh, where you have to kind of figure out what you're supposed to do, and they have already named them. So it's basically a list of achievements that you could get, except for it's buried under an extra level, which is the bucket list, uh, you know, goals involving blank. So they could have just took it out of that list and put it directly into an achievement, and it, you know, had like you know, 60 achievements or something, and a lot of them would have been really enjoyable. But instead, it's buried under the list thing. And I don't know. It's it just a missed opportunity. So here's a couple of them, and uh, just not in, in any order, just a couple I, I glanced at that uh, I thought would be good achievements. So there's an, a, there's an achievement called, well, there is not an achievement, but there should be. But there's a thing on the list called Not the Bees, right? <laughs> so Wicker if man. you... Yeah, if you're a fan of Wickerman and uh, Nicolas Cage, you know, they could have done something with that. And, like, had, like, a on the achievement art, had a little, you know, side profile of Nicolas Cage or something. Or, you know, so they could have had fun with it, right? And yeah. not the bees, right? And so that would have been a, a, a wonderful achievement. All right. But, of course, it's buried on. I don't know which list that's on, but basically you're, you know, kicking a swarm of bees and they attack you so i don't i guess that's self-harm i don't know is that hazard i don't know but i don't even know which list that falls under but um okay so there's another one uh on the game it's called karaoke master slash birthday suit now they didn't do a great job of naming that one but i came up with a wonderful name for it but basically what it involves is you uh singing karaoke naked so you gotta like uh, go fall down in the shower or something, get your clothes ripped off, and then you gotta go on stage and sing karaoke. I mean, that's the kind of game this is. And so they could have called this one. I'm pretty proud of this one. You ready for it? Okay. Naked and a Freddie Mercury. <laughs> that's pretty good. Thank you. See, I mean, come on, curve, hire me. That's I. I got you on the achievement list. I got you. I got you. But uh, so there's that one. Another one is called, I mean, I don't have a problem with the name for this one. Maybe you can come up with something clever, but Headless Horseman, just in general. But the achievement is for, or would be, um, the the goal on the list. I keep calling it an achievement, but there should be an achievement, but they didn't make them into achievements. But right. you hold your head, so you cut your head off, and you hold it, and then you go grab a hobby horse out of like a toy store, and then you you know walk around on this hobby horse <laughs> holding your head. I mean, it's just weird crap like that and you know like come on and there's even a whole series of puzzles in the game called pelvis puzzles how can you not have fun with that oh that's pu- right pelvis for, for funny i know games. i know and there's so many things like that in this game and they just buried it like they, they had they even you know they track it because obviously you do it and it marks it off the list why not just have it eliminate the middleman and just go straight to an achievement. That's right. basically what my gripe is here. Yeah, I hope I'm making that clear. I don't, I don't have a problem with the game, and I love the stuff that you do in the game. It's just, man, the achievement list just let this game down. They could have done so great things with it. But oh, and then uh, yeah, um, of course, my favorite is that there's uh, killer crabs everywhere, like in these little crates, uh, like humongous sized crabs, and uh, they could benefit from a you know a crab battle, you know, crab battle, crab battle. Like crab battle achievement, or people, you could have uh, people. <laughs> <laughs> right? There's so much you can do with it, or or get an achievement if you die by one a bad case of crabs, oh, that's you know, good. or something. 
I mean, come on, you had so much material. Come on, Curve, what is wrong with you? But uh, yeah, so anyhow, that's basically it. I, I could roll on this for a while, but that's basically it. Is they had these things in place that were tracked, as obvious by the game, you know, checking it off once you do it. Just eliminate the middleman, making an achievement, make it just an enjoyable little game with a bunch of weird achievements. And it would have, I don't know, I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more. But And then uh, I did want to offer one last thing for those of you who have started this game and just gave up on it because it's, you know, kind of not the best. But, you know, if you gave up on it, there's this one achievement for making a basketball goal 10 times in a row, 10 shots in a row. Why this is just a random achievement, I don't know. There were so many other better things you could have done, but they just really like basketball, I guess. But anyway, with the mechanics of this game, it's kind of one of those where it's the mechanics are crap, you know? Like, you can't really control them the best. It's it's not as bad as, like, Octodad or anything like that, but it's kind of, you know, there's a challenge there. So shooting 10 shots in a row and making them all go in is not an easy task. And yeah, so there's a lot of stuff... You know, it's it's it was very high ratio, and and the guides just like, oh man, and, you know, it just it was terrible. So I was going to quote some of the lines out of it because it, I I remember reading it a long time ago, and it was really funny. Uh, but uh, I wanted to point this out to people because there's a new solution that was posted in August uh, this past year. Um, I hadn't checked on it since then, but it's an amazing solution. You got to check it out. It's uh, basically using a anti-gravity gun and a forklift. And you just basically just have the ball go through the net 10 times without it, you know, ever really touching your hands. It's, it's amazing. So if you uh, are stuck on that one and you have this game already on your tag, go check that out. And uh, it, it'll probably save you a lot of your sanity. So all in all, not the worst defenders achievements go, but just missed opportunity to have some enjoyable, memorable achieves. So I would say, just try already. There you go. That's all we're asking. So um, I'm <laughs> imagining this game in my head because I haven't ever even seen okay. it. Uh, oh, yeah. Are these kind of like blobulous people, kind of like in Human Fall Flat? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're a little more defined. You get to uh, choose between about four old keezers. There's like a... An old man and a wife beater. Of course, that's the one I went with because uh, of our shared fashion. But um, there's, I think, I don't even know what the other ones are because I just used that guy the whole time. But I know there's like an old lady and I forget. There's there's either three or four of them. But you can choose from, and I think you can, it's kind of like uh, any of those games, like Wobbly Life or uh, any of those type games where you can customize your character and, and you know cosmetic stuff, add funny hats and stuff like that. But the character itself, you know, there's like three presets, and they they look like people. They're not like you know, okay, completely yeah, <laughs> indistinguishable. Gotcha. So they just look like old people. Okay, yeah, and um, I've like been looking at the list you while you while you've been talking about it, and it looks like yeah, a few yeah. of these uh, really generic goal list that you were talking about don't even have any guides yeah. so that doesn't that doesn't help oh i know like yeah, the information's i had uh you can find one on steam community i think that explains how to get all of them because a lot of them you're not gonna have any idea how to get them it just has like you know stuff like not the bees i mean you're like oh, okay i guess I gotta find some bees and do something with it right it's kind of that type thing where you're not 100 sure they don't really come right out and tell you what to do with a lot of them you just kind of have to figure it out and uh, there's like one circle of fire where you have to catch a ring on fire and then run back to a bike and shoot off a ramp and go through it. 
I mean, I had to look that one up. I didn't know. Ring of Fire, I, that could be anything, right? So, um, yeah, there's several of them like that. Um, it came from Mexico. You're like, I have no idea what, 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 and it's like, you have to light this big old firework on the back of this building or something. I mean, it's, there's a lot of stuff like that where you're just like, ah, I don't know. Yeah. Just some more description would be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe someone will write a guide for it. I don't know, but there's or just, I guess you could just post a link to the, to the steam community. I think it's pretty much already done, but, ah. uh, yeah, I just haven't gone through and done much with it. So I was trying to decide if I wanted to actually preload the the goal list or not, or just preload the the deaths and the, the limbs and call it a day. I don't know. Yeah, it <laughs> so, looks like it's got some good TA, so if you wanted to preload it, it, it could be good for G-Task. Exactly. So I think all I'm going to do is go find a forklift and a gravity gun and at least set that up and then uh, kill myself a bunch of times and, and cut off a bunch of limbs and then probably just stop there. I don't know. I don't know if it's worth all the other effort, but... Yeah. So what you're saying is that when you're done, you're going to write the walkthrough, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got you. I'll just be like, you know, do better. Don't die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've ever watched uh, Red versus Blue, but that was uh, the Red Team's issue with their com- uh, their orders from Command. They're like, or maybe it was Blue Team, but they got their orders, and the, the orders are like, try to do better than you are currently doing. Don't die. <laughs> nice. It's like, gee, thanks, yeah, Command. See, yeah. <laughs> I like it. So yeah, so I, I don't know. I hopefully I didn't persuade you from playing this game, but uh, it's, it's enjoyable a game. But if you're gonna pick up a game like this, I would recommend Guts and Glory. That one's a lot of. That's really enjoyable. Okay, I'm not familiar yep. with that one either, but I will take that in consideration if I ever do consider it. There you go. So there you go. What do you got for us? What, All right. Let's watch watch this down with a good game. What do we got? So to uh, I guess palette cleanse because uh, that's what yeah, I definitely yeah. needed after playing my bad list, which we'll get to a little later. Yeah. But um, I went through and uh, found a game that is a excellent top tier game as well as what I think is a good list of achievements, and that okay. is Portal Two. So, uh, and it looks like a lot of people have played it, which makes me happy because I love puzzle games and this Mm -hmm. was like one of the first, like first person 3d physics puzzlers that I think kind of really started that genre. I would say, well, Mm -hmm. the original portal, of course that is. Uh, and this one is one of my favorite puzzle games. Uh, Well, the original portal was fantastic. And then when they really fleshed it out in portal two, one of my favorite puzzle games ever, and I'm happy to see that a lot of people have played it. But I do. There's only about half of the list have actually completed it. So, hmm. been a while since I actually played the campaign, but it is on my list of games to go back and play again, just for the fun of it. Because, like I said, it's a very fun game. Um, assuming that you mm-hmm. like puzzlers. Um, I've never, I've never played uh, Portal. I've never played Portal Two. I, I, that's another one of the series I just totally missed. So. Well, if you didn't want a huge time commitment, but you wanted to try it out, you could try the original Portal because it's pretty short. If you know what you're doing, you mm-hmm. can probably beat it in about an hour. P- mm-hmm. Portal 2, they really fleshed it out, and the story is probably about 15 hours, I'd say. Oh, wow. And they really give some great characters, some uh, really great voice actors. You got uh, Stephen Merchant is in Portal 2 is the voice of Wheatley, um, who's a pretty, mm-hmm. pretty big-name person. He does a great job. Um, and GLaDOS is arguably one of the most lovable uh, antagonists in video game history. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, so I want to go back and play I, through I, the story. I'll be honest, I, I, 
I'll be honest, I don't know who Gladys is. I'm oh sorry. my goodness. So that's the the robot in uh she controls the Aperture Science Lab, which is where the game takes place. Uh and in oh, the first okay. game she's trying to kill you the whole time. So you have that's a lot the, of the cake the cake is a lie, is yes. that her saying? Well let's see. Okay, Did she okay. say that? I have um, no idea. That is, that's all I know about cake or about Portal is the cake thing. Yeah, so the cake is a lie did come from Portal, but uh, you play as Shell, although her the character's name is never actually mentioned. Um, so I don't really know where that came from. I assume that came from the developers. But you play a mute protagonist. You never speak, but GLaDOS mm-hmm. does all the talking, and she's just very well written in both games and really funny in it- her sarcasm. I'm seeing the name written there in one of the achievements. Uh, I pulled it up, and the way it's spelled implies that there might be a, a throwback to DOS. Is yes. there any DOS? Okay, cool. Well, there's no Glad reference DOS. to DOS or anything in the game, but oh. yes, her Glad DOS is D-O-S, and it's usually capitalized like MS-DOS is, from yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Good, so, wonderful software, that DOS. <laughs> I like DOS. Yeah, I remember playing around with that a lot when I was a kid, trying to figure out what <laughs> commands I could do and... Hopefully not screw things yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. So Format C, sequel, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the game has got a great split. It's uh, got 50 achievements, and it's almost an even split between uh, the single player and the co-op campaign, which uh, was added in the second one. The first one uh, was just the single player. So it's uh, 27 achievements in the story and 23 in the co-op, so it has a really good balance of both. And... Mm-hmm. One thing that is always makes an achievement list better is no missables. Mm. Since you can go back and like replay any chapter at any time. My biggest issue with the game is that there's not a third one because Valve doesn't know how to count to the number three. <laughs> Half-Life 1 and 2, Team Fortress 1 and 2, Left 4 Dead 1 and 2, Portal 1 and 2. I think there might be another cu- another couple, but yeah. They don't know how to count to the number three. Wow, I never, I never connected the dots there. Yeah, I mean, with with Left for Dead too. I mean, they got a four and a two there. I mean, yeah, that's that's crazy. And, huh. uh, and so, if you didn't know, um, Portal is a actual spinoff from Half Life. Uh, the Aperture Science actually gets mentioned uh, in some background lore in one of the Half Life games, where you play as Gordon Freeman and you you work for Black Mesa. And Aperture is a competing science company. So that's where the origins of Portal came from. Uh, Valve has, I'd say, some great humor behind it. They're, like I said, the character's really well written. They've got a lot of humor and sarcasm. And they've got some really great Easter eggs and funny names for some of the achievements, like Schrodinger's Catch, Smash TV, yeah, tur- Turret Dactyl. Uh, I saw that one. I was going to ask you about that one. Yeah, so uh, the turrets are also, uh, the turrets speak, and they've got, they just say little one-liners here and there, but they're pretty funny because they're in a very, like, meek, um, feminine voice. Like, Mm -hmm. they are programmed to kill you, but they really don't want to. So sometimes (laughs) you can uh, be, like, on the other side of glass so they can shoot at you but they can't actually hit you. And they're like talking to you the whole time. Like, I'm sorry. I don't hate you. Stuff like that. So (laughs) it's, it's pretty funny. Do they have higher pitch voices than claptrap? No, not higher pitch. Okay. I just, I just wanted to keep it straight. My high pitched uh, robot voice. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're pretty, uh, 
because I know Claptrap can be uh, very <laughs> polarizing for some people. And he really? can be, I, yeah, I know a lot of people think that he's very annoying. I think he's pretty funny, but I can see where people what? think he's annoying. No. Well, okay, yeah. Well, I think that's the design of the character is that he's supposed to be. And that's why you like him is because he, you know, does a good job at what he's supposed to do, which is, you know, got to be annoying. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I like Claptrap. Uh, yeah, you know, I do too. Claptrap alone. I think I back off Claptrap. So, and then a couple of other good names like Stranger Than Friction because it's a physics nice. based puzzler. You got Sabot mm-hmm. Tour and Friends List with Benefits. So, <laughs> nice. Okay. So, as you're telling me all these, um, I have to say, I just saw Rock Portal Scissors. That's pretty good. Uh, that's one um, I was going to bring up a little later once I get to the co op part. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll scratch that then. Okay. <clears throat> so, but the one thing that uh, I, I really do like about this. Uh, knowing nothing about the game, knowing nothing, you know, just from purely looking at the page for it, I love the achievement art for this game. This is some fantastic achievement art. I, I'm a sucker for achievement art. It's a lost art, the, definitely. There's it is. Games it, that have like just the same image over and over and over. It's yes, like, or just or they're so dark and murky you can't even tell what it is. But this is highly contrasted. And each one of them shows you pretty much what you have to do to get the achievement. Like that, the pterodactyl one shows a turret bouncing off of a, a like a, a bumper thing. Uh, and, you know, a launch plate or an aerial yeah, face okay. plate. Sorry, that's the technical term. Oh, okay. See, but like in a lot of them, and then they get down here and they got like these little robots doing all kinds of stuff, like the triple crown. They got two of them racing against each other, you know, and then the friends list with benefits has them kind of hugging. And there's like a heart. It's, it's good. It's a good achievement art. If you like achievement art, go check this game out. And in the vein of the achievement art, it plays in because in the game, uh, when you go into each chamber, there's a little like plaque on the wall that basically mm-hmm. has a bunch of little squares of like what aspects you need to or what techniques you might need to solve this uh, solve this chamber. And so mm-hmm. the ones that um, that apply to that chamber are like dark and then you still see all the other ones, but they're grayed out. So, you know, oh, I don't need to worry about thinking about this concept or this technique. I just need to worry about this, but you still got to put it together to figure out how to solve the chamber. But there's, mm-hmm. there's uh, each of those images, the art style on the achievement art is the same style as what it is on those plaques in the game. Oh, that's really good. That's, I like that. I like that they, you know, recognize that or, or it was purposeful, I should say. Yeah. So that's good. I yeah. like that. So yeah, it's it's great seeing good achievement art because yeah, so many games just mm-hmm. have like the same image over and over, or just like put zero oh, effort no. into it, which makes oh, sense sure. because a lot of people. I mean, how many people even really pay attention to the achievement art? But when it's there, it's just like that added gusto, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree completely. So for the campaign, um, there's pretty much achievements. You know this standard list of achievements for completing. I don't know if there's one for each chapter, but there's achievements for just going through and completing each, uh, you know, completing the story achievements along the way. So those are pretty standard fare. But in addition to that, there are some really interesting achievements that kind of make you go out of your way and lead you to some interesting things that you probably wouldn't find if you weren't looking for the achievements. 
um, or some really funny or interesting character dialogue that you wouldn't come across unless you were looking for the achievement. So they wrote these things into the game that you probably wouldn't even know you were there unless you were an achievement hunter. Mm -hmm. uh, there's an achievement called You Made Your Point where you have to refuse to solve a chamber uh, solution because you've got uh, Wheatley uh, who's takes over, we'll say, uh, takes over for GLaDOS who was the one who was running the facility in the first game. Now it's Wheatley's turn. Mm -hmm. And... He really, he's very antagonistic towards you and, you know, he's trying to, like, encourage you to continue through the chamber and you just sit mm -hmm. there and don't do anything. And he continues to get more and more agitated and berate you and call you names and be like, this is such an easy one. Why aren't you solving this? So, um, so mm -hmm. obviously I can't, I don't know what all off the top of my head, but uh, <laughs> it leads to some uh, some funny uh, dialogue and then another one yeah. that's very similar to that is a little later where he again he uh he he tries to kill you but you avoid the death and then normally you would continue on your way but if you turn around and he's like no wait please come back please come back and then you come back and he's like oh i, I didn't expect you to come back here he's like <laughs> hey so you see that pit that you just escaped um wh why don't you jump down there he doesn't need you at that point, and so he's trying to convince you to kill yourself. So he he goes on. You could just stand there and listen to him talk for a few minutes, and it's really funny because um, he says to try to entice you to jump into the pit. He's like, hey, you know what's down there? That, that, that's your parents. I mean, it's your adoptive parents, but still, it's your parents. And and, and, <laughs> and there's an escape hatch down there and, and, and a shiny new jumpsuit and and uh, and uh, a bunch of hunky guys that they're really not particular. You know, you might find some fun down there. There's just some really great dialogue written into the game. Is there is there one for sitting there and listening to every single dialogue uh, option? Because I like games that do that, where they purposely add in a bunch of junk dialogue, and then you get an achievement for actually sitting there listening to it all. Um, no, there's not an achievement for all the dialogue, but for at least as far as I know, pretty much all of the hidden dialogue sections like that do have achievements tied to them. So you mm -hmm. should pretty much experience everything if you go along with the achievement list. Cool. And so... The achievement is for then jumping into the pit and killing yourself. And then he's like, oh, I, I didn't think that was actually going to work. So funny <laughs> nice. stuff like that. On to the co-op part. It's uh -huh. an entirely separate campaign, so it's not like you're playing through the same stuff again. Because this time it's actually made for two people, and you each have your own portal gun. So instead of working with two portals, you're working with four portals. And if you're not familiar with the franchise yet things can get really mentally confusing when you're trying to figure out what portals go where so the achievements do a great job of having a mix of funny interactable achievements with your co-op partner um good achievements for working well together testing your teamwork um stuff like that so you play as two uh silent robots but even without them actually ever even speaking they still have a lot of character uh, in them. You just like fall in love with these adorable little robots. And as you saw on the achievement list, you have ones for um, like the friends list with benefits. That's for encouraging you to play with more than just one person. You actually have to uh, do the hug animation with, uh, I think it's three separate people on your, your, uh, your friends list. In addition to having some uh, fun interactions with your co-op partner, there's also some ones for, you know, a lot of the times, you're putting each other's lives in each other's hands where 
they could kill you at any moment. And there are some achievements tied to that, which cause some really funny hijinks. Like, uh, sometimes you have to create portals between different places that create a light bridge because your friend needs to get to the other end, and then they need to use their portals to finish the puzzle. But if you want, you can move your portal while they're on the light uh, on that light bridge. Therefore, it disappears, and they fall to their death. <laughs> so you can really screw with each other and have a lot of fun, and there's some achievements tied to exactly that. Well, for me, I, I was... Uh... Because I was not familiar with the word narba, narbicular, I guess. I always like to look up to see what it actually means and see how it ties to it. Okay, yeah, and, I uh, don't know. So okay, it, what I found it, you find? is that narbacu, narbicular, I don't know how to say it, narbicular draw. Apparently that was the precursor to Portal. It was a game. It was a free game released on the PC in 2005, and then the people that worked on it were eventually hired, and then they did Portal. So it was like the... Uh, spiritual uh, successor is that the right? Yeah, predecessor. Predecessor, yes. Yeah, oh, to uh, Portal. Yeah, oh, so I thought that was kind Easter of interesting. A uh, little, uh, yeah. There you go. So I just thought I'd point that one out. I, I didn't know any of that. So there you go. I just thought it was a fancy uh, word I should probably learn. Yeah, I thought that was a made up word. So <laughs> I learned something new as well. So I'm, I think pterodactyl is probably a made up word. <laughs> yeah, I think that one. That one's pretty made up, but it, it fits well. <laughs> So, but yeah, you got some achievements for doing some fun stuff like screwing with your teammate, but you got some great achievements for encouraging some excellent co- uh, you know, cooperative teamwork, um, like entering, entering, not just passing through, but entering all four different portals without touching the ground. You got achievement for completing three, uh, three chambers in under 60 seconds. So you got to work together really fast on that one. Um, achievement for completing specific chambers using only a set number of portals. So you got, really got to think outside the box. Um, of mm. course, you can look up the achievement guides, but that really ruins a lot of the fun of a puzzle game. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. Oh, but if the they're solution. there, you have to use them. I mean, that's achievement hunting, uh, you know. Achievement hunting 101. Rules of contact. Yeah, you got to. If there's a guide, you got to use guides. it. You can't just, yeah, you just can't, you can't. Especially puzzle games, man. You can't. Who has time for that? Yeah. Um, and She's the guy. Don't be a hero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an achievement for completing a um, specific chamber without losing any cubes. So that one can be really tricky. And the, actually the highest ratio achievement in the game is for completing a specific chapter, which I think is like eight because uh, uh, in the co-op, how it works is that there's five different Course, that's what it is. So each, there's five courses, and each course is made up of about six to nine different chambers. And one of the achievements is for completing one of those courses, all eight or nine, however many chambers there are in it, without either you or your co-op partner dying. That one takes a lot of coordination. And mm-hmm. that is the one that you know the most people are missing. I was looking through my friends list uh, last night, and there are a few people where that is like their only achievement left. So if you want to work on that, I love this game. So I have no problem going through and playing it again. I just played <laughs> through it again probably about a year ago with one of my other buddies who hadn't played co-op and helped him through it. And it's just so much fun. So I'd be happy to help if that's your last achievement because that one can be tricky. But, yeah. So there is uh, – I don't know how you feel about these, but there is one viral achievement which I think oh, is I don't like really those. well implemented. Except for when you need something like that for G-test purposes, but uh, yeah. That yeah. used to be like one of the, yeah. 
Fortunately, it's not like for beating like one of the developers of the game or anything. Those ones can mm-hmm. be really bad unless, although if it's beat the developer or someone who has, that's usually a little more um, doable. Especially if you wait a mm-hmm. long time, then pretty much everyone has it. The viral one is encouraged you to pay it forward. So mm-hmm. once you've completed the co-op campaign, this achievement is for going and playing with someone else who's never played the co-op campaign before and helping them through the first course of levels. Hmm. So, oh, that's kind of clever. Yeah, I like that. that. That's not bad. So as that's doable. Yeah, uh, and then the achievement that you mentioned before, Rock Portal Scissors. That one is it's not too bad, but it's probably a lot of people's most annoying achievement because it is 100% RNG. Those are all. <laughs> Three things everyone loves hearing. RNG, right? Alright. Okay, so I have to ask, is it better or worse than the one in freaking Walking Dead? Um Oh whatever. The, I know exactly the, what you're talking about because I just did that yeah. one like a month or two ago. Um right. it yeah. is much, much better than that one because in that one You don't one, have to sit through a long cutscene. Exactly. <laughs> in the Walking Dead one, if you miss it, you gotta play through the whole like five minute scene again to get back to it. Yeah. No, and oh, this yeah, one, the nice nice run through the woods there. Yep. So yeah. no, in this one, oh, um you do what it is is you have to win a game of rock, paper, scissors three times in a row. But the, the reason why it's RNG is you have zero control of what you throw, rock, paper, scissors. Oh, you and no. your partner just initiate the rock, paper, scissors animation, and you have to sit there and watch it play out and hope that you get three in a row. And then, you know, take turns so you and your co-op partner both get it. So you basically have to get three in a row twice. Fortunately, it only takes like five seconds each time. You can just keep doing it over and over. So it's it's pretty quick. When I did it with my buddy that I played through the co-op campaign with like a, like about a year ago, I think it didn't take us more than five minutes. So it's not too bad, but just given that it is 100% RNG, is a little annoying. So if you tie, does that run the streak? Um, so if you both throw a rock? Because if so, that would, that would make it a lot worse, obviously. I don't remember how it handles t- a tie. If you're, if you're doing straight win-loss, then it looks like it's about, what, 13% chance? Because you got you one get in three in a row, you know, like one 50, in three 50, times one three and three ten. times one and three. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I don't so. remember. I want to say that ties don't count against you, but don't quote me on that. <laughs> okay, because well, that would make the percentage significantly lower than thirteen percent. If, it, if oh, it does. you know what? I just pulled up the achievement list, and I was right. the The guide here says that uh, uh, pulling a draw does not ruin the streak. Okay, good. That's good. So, makes okay. it even a little bit, a little bit better. So, <laughs> um, if you haven't played Portal or uh, or I would say Portal Two, but if you haven't played Portal One, I'd say go play that first and you can get a feel for how you like it. Because excellent game, mm-hmm. I can't say enough good things about it. Love this game. Happy to help anyone who wants to do the co-op or only has one or two co-op achievements left. Let me know and we can figure something out. Because I just love seeing cool. more people play this game. Awesome. Well, you probably won't see me play it, but that's okay. Don't worry about that. That's. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's a good list. Uh, I like it. A lot to it, and achievement art top notch. Uh, you got the east. You know the f- interesting little things you can do. I mean, yeah, it's a full list. I like it. You, it's an excellent choice by you. Yeah, and definitely uh, one of the best things that makes you know an excellent achievement list is achievements that really 
lead you to experience everything the game has to offer. And this list does a great job of doing that. There you go. All right. Well, Neil, I, I appreciate you joining me today. And uh, is there anything you need to plug or anything? Yeah, no, not at this time. Um, I, I'm hoping because I've been wanting to do this for years. I've been wanting to start my uh, a YouTube channel where I just talk about fun video game topics, but nice. I haven't been able to just because of time. I'm hoping that that might change this year, so we'll see. I'll let you guys know if that mm-hmm. happens, then you can come check me out. Awesome. All right. Well, to everyone listening, we appreciate you listening. And uh, if you have any thoughts about our picks, just let us know in uh, the Discord. And uh, you can make fun of us or tell us how spot on we were. So uh, thanks to, uh, thanks for listening. Y'all have a good one. Yeah, thanks for having me on. This has been a lot of fun. All right. Take care, everyone. Uh, bye. And welcome to Never Ending Stories, a new segment uh, that ties into a contest that I am running exclusively for patrons of the podcast, uh, in which I ask them to go back to the very, very back of their backest beyond backlogs and uh, pull out some of these games uh, that they never actually finished the stories for, the campaigns. Uh, And I say, well, why don't you go ahead and do that? You know, it's been like 10 years already. So many of our contests focus on full completions uh, or just pure score that I feel like sometimes we just forget that uh, sometimes games are just about a good old story. And so I want to encourage people to go back and finish those off. And then uh, I'm inviting anyone who does so to join me on a short podcast segment to talk about their experience. Joining me in our inaugural never-ending story is Mr. Volga Latin. Oh, just call me Volga Latin. Mr. Volga Latin was my father. Uh, well, from now on, you shall be Mr. Volga Latin. <laughs> okay. Um, how's it going, sir? It's good. Uh, funny you should mention 10 years. No, mine was 15. 15 years. And well, uh, so... funny you should mention story because <laughs> this doesn't have one. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about story in, a, in the loosest possible sense here. N- not everything has a particularly in-depth story, but I'm talking about campaign mode, basically. If anything has kind of a solid campaign, um, some of them will be more narrative and some of them will not. Uh, but pretty much things that are just kind of puzzle games and the like are mostly excluded. Mostly. So, mostly. Yeah, I mean, there are exceptions and I, I, I'm not claiming to be uh, accurate. So, Volga, what was the game you decided that you would end, finally, the story of? Uh, Yeah, it was the first one on the list. Doom for the Xbox 360 Arcade, which I have to specify because Doom is annoying in that there's a lot of releases on Xbox. Called Doom, variations (laughs) of Doom. I mean, basically, any every game is like Doom, so why yeah, not just all, play Doom? Yeah, go back to the source. Um, mm-hmm. 
And uh, yeah, I had, it's one of the first arcade games that I remember buying uh, because it was reasonably priced at the time. And it's an out-and-out classic. And uh, the achievement for beating it is just for completing episode four. Mm. So you, uh, as you as you said, you alluded to, you started this game back in 2008, 20, 20th of May 2008, to be specific. And uh, as you say, there are four episodes in the game. And back in 2008, uh, when you were a young, sprightly lad, uh, you powered your way through the first three episodes of four in the space of a week. So, you know, you were you were shooting demons, collecting keys. Ripping and tearing, um, yep. <laughs> yeah, and then you, for whatever reason, stopped. Yes. And you, you did come back to the game in 2010 uh, because the game, uh, as so many uh, arcade games, had a, a multiplayer aspect and you, you knocked out the Xbox Live stuff to 2010, but you never thought, you know what, I, I might just knock out this uh, this final story achievement while I'm at it. Uh, no, no, that came 13 years later uh, in January of this year, uh, thanks to this little uh, little contest. So uh, what happened? Why did you never do it? I got lost. That's, that's it. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, and there's a couple other reasons that are eh, debatably good. So for those of you that don't know, that when Doom first released, uh, the first release was just the first three episodes. And uh, I beat those. I beat the Spider Mastermind, which is should, in my opinion, be the end of the story. Later, a couple years later, they released Ultimate Doom, which added eight more levels as episode four. And it has nothing new. There's no new enemies. And they're just big challenge levels that are kind of hard and obtuse on purpose. Deliberately hard and obtuse mm. levels. So um, episode four is actually kind of an expansion pack. Yes, it's absolutely so, so an expansion. What you're telling me is I shouldn't have even included this <laughs> it wouldn't, as, a, as an it's, yeah, it, story. It's, uh, I would say that it wasn't even like, I, I beat the story because, yeah, they make a reference to like, now next up, Hell on Earth. Like it leads up mm. directly into Doom 2. But that was it. Uh, I Back in the day when I was playing... I did not have a computer or smartphone nearby because 2008, you wouldn't have had a smartphone unless you were exceptionally wealthy or, mm -hmm. you know, a Apple mark. And uh, I didn't have that. I didn't get a smartphone until way later. So I couldn't just look up where to go. Uh, yeah. And so when you get lost and some of the levels in there are, like I said, really obtuse. I was like, I don't know where I'm supposed to go next. Uh, and I got frustrated and I was like, eh, not really interested. But now, once I came back to it, I was able to just like, oh, okay, here's the level I got lost. Let's look up where I'm supposed to go. Oh, hey, look at that. There we go. And done. done. And I could pull up a YouTube uh, video. Yep. And it was nice because I could pull up exactly what episode I needed to go to. Um, mm -hmm. So I didn't even have to redo anything. I could just go, yep, okay, this episode, let's go. And then you could save scum your way through the whole thing. All told, it took me like two hours. I just neglect really that got me a lot of new mm. shiny things now uh obviously doom is is pretty famous uh, and as you say it's not known for its its uh, strong uh storyline um but but did you feel like it was it was worth it to go back and, and and see it to the end 
Or do you no. think you could have probably been happy just <laughs> leaving it as it, as it was? Did it, I mean, did it satis- did, was it a satisfying ending? No, um, because you fight another spider mastermind and he dies and you get a single screen of text. Wait, wait. Spoiler alert. You, 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 you fight the hordes of hell and you win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah, all the way. For those of you, like, you spoiled my 1995 game. This game's literally older than some of our listener base. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, you've gone from uh, having uh, 10 achievements in the game uh, back in 2010 when you when you last put it down. Now you have 11 achievements. Uh, obviously, it's an arcade game, so there's not much. <laughs> there's, there's slim pickings. Um, but you've now left the game with 11 out of 12 achievements, 165 out of 200 gamer score. Uh, that final achievement is for completing all the levels on ultra violent mode now um do you have any intention to go back and and replay the whole thing on the hardest difficulty no um mostly because there's another version i have i have them like i have the it's doom 1993 and i have that and i think it has a similar kind of thing and i think it's just yeah i just would probably rather do that there's stuff in there Mm. more points I do like Doom. I like the game quite a bit. It's just I didn't like those particular mm-hmm. set of levels. It was the main thing. Like the first three episodes, the original Doom I liked, but I didn't like ultimate like the uh, fourth episode. So uh, beating the game on a harder difficulty and probably just save scumming for several hours just doesn't excite me in the same way that it would have back in the day. Now, I'm just checking your series completion here, and you do have a lot of the games done. Did you ever finish the arcade version of 2? No, I'm missing two achievements, but I did beat the story. Uh, I think that you have okay. to beat that game in ultra-violent as well, and then I could never get the kill a cyber demon with just your bare hands. Could never get that one to work, because you have I to like that. time it out. It's I could probably I, I did that one. It. I managed that one, so I think yeah. you can probably do it. Yeah, I could. I, I just there's, there's a way of doing it. A younger me as an achievement hunter was very lazy mm. and would just like, I mean, I could do this or I could just go play something else. And that's what I do. Well, congratulations for ending the story. Finally. Um, do you have any aspirations to do any of the other ones on your list? Now I know, I know that uh, we've been, so uh, for anyone who doesn't know anyone who's not a patron, what I do is I give you 10 of the, the 10 oldest games on your list where you haven't completed the story. Um, but I'm very generous. And if you don't have access to the game, you don't have the 360 anymore or, or the connect or the discs that you would need. I'm allowing you to just skip those. Cause you know, you just can't play it. Um, but I am giving you four additional skips if you just don't want to play it. Yes, uh, and say, I've used I don't want to do that. It's I not think. happening. Yeah, you've used one on Alien Hominid, but you've been free skipping because, as you've mentioned lots of times, you were a, you were a game uh, game fly addict. Um, yep, I lived serial renter. <laughs> I lived three months or three blocks away from a blockbuster. Uh, mm. Back in the day, you could go to a place and they'd just rent you video games for money, mm-hmm. uh, and so I would just do that. If I can track it down and it's backwards compatible, though, I've been leaving it mm-hmm. just because. That's more. Well, yeah, it's just less of a pain. But I do have, I do want to do more. I started Bad Company 2 because back when I originally did 
or tried to do Bad Company 2. I rented it and didn't like it, and I was tried to do it all on hard and tried to do everything all at once. And uh, I think that was mm. a mistake. So that's that's my next one of my next big targets. Yeah. A lot I of see. 2008 in there. I, I've rented a lot of things in 2008. Yeah, 2008, 2009, you, you know, basically between February and, and uh, May 2009, there were just lots and lots of games that you kind of tried, I think, and went, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a much happier time if we're honest with each other. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Uh, well, I think, I mean, Doom, you know, there's not much to stay on the story, so we're not going to go too far into it's, that one. I mean, it's um, Doom. <laughs> it is Doom. Uh, but thank you uh, for joining me and, and chatting about your experience. Uh, thank you for completing the story on Doom, and I uh, looking forward to speaking to you on any of your other never-ending stories. Oh, yeah, no, thanks. Thanks for having me. Bye.